2: I'll go to observations if and when I want to go to observations. These hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Are knobs playoffs? we we'll talking talk about playoffs. playoffs. And this have a nice fight, Mike. Off is knob observations.
1: Alrighty. So, first and foremost, before we get into some of this, because some of the some of what we're talking about happened yesterday at the parade, which we all know the not even unfortunate, just terrible events. Horrifying, even I would use. So, all our hearts out to those in Kansas City, dealing with the tragedy that occurred. You know
3: what the worst thing of, of all of it is? And nothing, I'm being serious here for a second. Change. I heard it, and it didn't remotely surprise me. You know, it's like, I can't believe that this is happening. Really? This is exactly who we are. What do you mean you can't believe this you is happening? You know what's happening? amazing, though? It... I was watching, um, I was watching McAfee yesterday, and he was talking about the beauty of of these parades, right? Like the 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 amount of people that show up, and everyone's everyone's there. This for, is b- before. This is before. Yeah, okay. but this is how we opened the show. Like the beauty of a par- the the parade is, and they were showing highlights of you know some of the stuff we were watching yesterday with everyone dancing and celebrating and everything else, because I mean, the, the Kansas City stuff from last year. And that everyone that comes there is kind of that we're all there for the same reason to celebrate this team and the achievement and all the accomplishment. And he went to uh, one of the guys on, on the show, Boston Connor, who was with the Patriots parades. And they're all saying the same kind of stuff, like everyone's there enjoying themselves. And then, of course, the news comes down that there's a shooting and someone lost their life. Someone lost their life. She's a radio DJ, too. Oh. And I think 22 people were injured. Uh, Many of them were were young children. 11 kids. Right, But between the ages of 5 and 14 years old. I just, I I give up. I mean, until we decide that we're going to make a change, this is just going to continue to
1: happen. Having said all that, I just want to get that out there because some of the audio, some of the stuff happened yesterday, which is obviously of much lighter note. So I feel like that needed to be said. Anyways, pivoting as best you can. Back to my dislike for the Chiefs is where we actually begin. So... What they did is they've really made, rightfully so, he's one of the faces of the team, Travis Kelsey, they, they've given him free reign to grab that microphone whenever he darn well pleases. And this was Travis yesterday on stage. Enjoy. I want everybody a part of this thing. If you know this song, sing along. Blame
0: it all on my roots. <laughs> I showed up in boots and ruined the Niners affair. The last one to know we were the last one to show. We were the last ones they thought they'd see there. And I saw the surprise, that fear in their eyes. And we took that glass of champagne. Pat, Pat took that glass of champagne, I promise you. When I took and I toasted you, honey. We do what I never. Did. What? I got friends in low places, and
1: we'll be Okay Travis had himself a time.
3: Wow, that was I, tough. I got to tell you, I'm you. I detest Travis Kelsey. We're getting there. Yeah. I
4: understand. I got
3: to tell you. I get it. I got to tell you, you know, hearing that back gives me a lot of... Uh, Brett Hull? Brett Hull vibes, but also... I think I got
0: your
2: number! <laughs> wasn't he you not know, on the team? not on
3: the team. A lot more respect and love for my wife and what she had to deal with. Because I'm sure there were plenty of times I sounded like that. Really? Yeah. You team. were jackwagging like that? Well, not like in public like that, but I'm sure like a, a Halloween party or a Christmas party when you kind of let loose. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, but, like, but when you do it when there's I, no one else, like but it's I was, behind closed doors is all one right, thing. What I'm saying, though, is if I did that at a at a private, like we're just celebrating Halloween, the physical holiday of Halloween, right. which is my Super Bowl. Now, all of a sudden, I win a Stanley Cup. I'm, I'm probably going to be somewhere around like... Between what you heard from Kelsey and what you saw from Alexander Ovechkin when he's, like, swimming in a fountain. Right. If you were the owner of these teams, you kind of have to dread the parades. Because to, to keep 50 guys in line and, and Well, not- you're not, because most of the guys—and I heard Kate talking about this yesterday. You're still probably drunk from the night before.
1: Oh, yeah. Did you see, did you see Willie like, Gay? Like, this is just— yeah, Willie this Gay
3: is, was lying in the street. Dude, last, last, year, they don't, last year, they had to take someone out in a wheelchair because he was so mangled. I don't— know. Listen, this is what happens, I mean, dude. but
1: these these parades, get it, they come for everybody. You saw Tom walking off that boat. Oh, dude, he, he, he lost Lombardi the Lombardi, Lombardi trophy. trophy.
3: Dude, it's because it's a, it, from the night you finish, like even when you don't win, like say the season's over, from the day our season ended, I was doing naked slip and slides in the hallway, like six beers deep, to right. so now all of a sudden like almost a full week now maybe I'm wrong I don't ever remember it being to this extent like when the Rangers went in 94 the guys had a great time and I'm sure they were drunk this 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 was not the case the Giants winning they they were not like this no not like this I think this is definitely ramped up Yankees in 09 you saw saw the Capitals this is this is it's embarrassing well it it is this was kind of on the that was embarrassing you sound like a fool and no no one puts a stop to it well what are you gonna say well like Travis when I mean let's Well I'm sure he'll see it and I don't know how he'll feel about it, but I mean that was
1: I don't think he's worried about it. I that think... was hammered. Well, so the singing, this is a little bit more uh, a little more sober. Kelsey at the team party after they actually beat the Niners on Sunday. This night. one drives crazy?
2: Sing along with me one time for the Niner game. Na-na! Nah,
0: nah. nah, nah.
3: Well, I don't understand why they're like going after the Niners. You, I, y- you beat them clearly. Well, he's in a he's in a place that he feels like he's surrounded by people that are rooting for the Chiefs, like Chiefs fans. Well, of, so of he's course, just playing into Of course it. he is. But then it's not like it was the Raiders in the AFC no. Championship game where you hate them. Like you should have really zero concern about the Niners. No, I understand that. But anytime you win a championship, you got them. I mean, we are the champions. No time for losers. We like are the champions is not mocking the well, other team but it's, though. It's it's kind of
4: well the no no time for losers kind of no time
3: for here. losers. I mean, come on.
4: To be fair, maybe it's a tight end thing, and I, I'm—I hate to be that guy, RJ, but I do seem to remember George Kittle, even though San Fran is our daddies, like, yeah, wearing that F Dallas shirt, yeah. and, and showing it after a touchdown. Well, and then that blowout. You, you so.
1: know, normally
3: I love a shirt like that. Oh, beautiful.
1: <laughs> <laughs> normally I would push back, but it, I mean, my story's still to come. There, there's there's an underlying rhetoric building of I don't know if it's fans. I think fans have Niners fatigue, but I think there are there are players inside the league that just don't like the Niners.
0: Well, the Niners
3: are a very cocky bunch. Can be. No, there's an arrogance to the Niners. Absol- absolutely. Can I just interject for one second? Yeah, sure. sure you're yeah. Will. Yeah. Uh, you're listening to D.P.H. and Rothenberg, 98.7 ESPN, WEPN, FM, New York.
1: Still to lose to this guy's stuff. And I toasted you. Honey, we threw what I never did.
2: What? Wow.
4: If it wasn't for the Chiefs, the Niners would have every right to be air. I
3: told you guys the story about the uh, Garth Brooks, right? Mm. That with our whole team we donated to his charity, so we used to a give private you a private shows. concert, right? Yeah, so yeah. is it Steve Webb? Was all banged up and got handsy with Garth Brooks, and his, like security had to jump in because he was like trying to be like wait, wait, how handsy, like handsy, like he was like they thought he was, like was his, his buddy, right? Like he was getting handsy with him, like wrestling around. And the security had to come in. So then every wait, every what
4: wrestling every, around? He was
3: wrestling around with well, was, Brooks. He was like grabbing him, like hey, like, like they were like buddies, and because Webby was all banged up, Slap me in the face. kind of that, yeah, <laughs> kind of like that. <laughs> right. So then every time we had a, a concert with Garth Brooks, he would dedicate Friends in Low Places to oh really to Webby. Uh, getting a couple tweets. People do not like Kelsey anymore. <laughs> No blue check P says, man, I was a Kelsey fan. He's really made himself very unlikable. I'm
1: all set. I'm all set. He's
3: got that wrestling vibe to him, though.
1: Yeah. You know, I like
3: mean, he embraces it?
1: I mean, listen, he's in a stage now where you're kind of in that. I mean, if he's not the greatest tight end ever. Like he's right there. No, he's, a, he's
3: right there. We're having
1: a conversation. And he's in the he's in a rare phase where, I mean, this is my viewpoint as a fan. He gets to enjoy it for a couple of years. Like he's going to enjoy for a couple of years being active, as perhaps the goat. Like Brady got it.
3: Right. Was he wasn't this good with Alex Smith? Right. Like was he one Not of the like best this. tight ends in football? No. I mean, if you look at his pass catching numbers compared to Gronk, I, Gronk clearly the better blocker. Kelsey's are well, well. He like, almost had. I mean, he, much better. He just missed a thousand yards again this season as a tight end. Right. And and he had a down year.
1: Yeah, that's a bad year. I mean, well, he has freedom to basically do whatever he wants on offense. He is a zone-mashing player.
3: Are you going to have his podcast story about what his brother said?
1: Would you like that next?
3: Chastise them. Yeah. Yeah. So here's Mm -hmm.
1: the Kelsey brothers. New Heights podcast on Travis bumping into Andy Reid on the sideline. The
0: broadcast showed you having a heated exchange with Coach (laughs) (laughs)
3: Reid. So heated. People are all over this. I mean,
2: I get it. You cross the line. I think we can both agree on that. I can't get that fired up to the point where I'm bumping coach and it's getting him off balance and stuff. I mean, let's be honest. The yelling in his
0: face, too, is over the top. I think there's better ways to handle this.
3: I love Coach Reid. Coach Reid knows how much I'd love to play for him. I'm not playing for any. Anybody else but Big Red, if he calls it quits this year, I'm, I'm out there with him,
4: man. He ain't calling it quits, come on now.
3: He's not. I immediately wish I had took a back. Coach Reed actually came right up to me after that, and he just let him know, I love your passion. I got cameras on me all over the place, man. He's letting you know not not to be like that. Just fired me up even more to go out there and get it victory for him, man. Big Red, sorry if I uh, caught you with that cheap shot, baby, but damn I love winning with you.
0: I'm not trying to make this situation acceptable, but this is what happens when you have highly motivated, passionate individuals. This doesn't happen if you and Andy aren't as close as you are. That's what nobody knows. The reason this happens is because you two love each other so much and respect each other so much that you feel open enough to have an interaction like this.
3: yeah I don't love that second part. I think he's right with the first part. No, no, he's right with both parts. You crossed the line. No, he and crossed was, the line. But it was that's, awful. Yeah, yeah, right. He knows he crossed the line, and it was a mistake. And to his credit, Andy Reid didn't... I mean, he. I'm sure he was embarrassed because he knew he's right. He's got cameras all uh, over the place. Almost fell over. Dropped his, fell his play over. sheet. Right, but I think what, what Jason said at the end is true. Teams Teams that, like the Kansas City Chiefs, that have this this desire to be as successful as they've been, have a certain edge that they practice with, that they play with, and a certain level of accountability that allows them. And again, he admitted he went over the top, but I'm a player to player, coach to coach, that you can have arguments, fights, because you're trying to push everyone to be better, and it doesn't, it's never personal. Right. Well, I think the best thing is it doesn't affect the, the play on the field. Right. No, it has a positive effect on the field. Right. Like, I'm telling you right now, a lot of coaches will tell you this in the NFL. But this is this is true in the NHL too. A lot of the great teams, like you'll see, coaches too, during training camp, like to get things fired up, like, hey, go start a fight. In in on really good teams, you will see fights in practice all the time, and you're still buddies afterwards. But mm-hmm. you're so competitive, like you're trying to win. It could be a three on three, two on two battle drill, whatever it is. Guys will fight because they're they're so. But again, what happens behind closed doors is different than, than bumping into your coach and right, admonishing why, him in but, the Super Bowl. Well, which is why Jason said you stepped out like you stepped, you out stepped the over the line. Like I can understand like, I understand how passionate you are, but there's a better way to do it than that. That it was a bad look. Yeah, right. A really bad look. Well yep. look what he did the second half of that game. Yep. What do you have? Nine catches? Eight catches in the second I, half. I
1: mean, they have a unique relationship too. Jason figures into this as well because I mean I'm sure you've heard it, but Travis was kicked off the team at Cincinnati. They were teammates there the Kelsey brothers. And Andy called Jason when they picked Travis, when he dropped in the draft, and said, can I trust your brother, basically? And he basically said, if this goes poorly, it's on you too, which is... And it has not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the first couple of years, there was some ironing out, but the talent was always there. It's one of those stories where the, the, there were red flags and it worked out, right? You get a guy on the cheap. By the way, the whole tight end position, you get on the cheap. I mean, you get $12, 13 $14, 15000000 million, and look at the production you get. That's why guys want tight ends. But
3: they off off the pan wide receiver money. Yeah, look
1: at the receiver market is. I'll tell
3: you what. You know who was like this? The Milbury was like this. Like You're not going to go bumping Milbury, but he, would, he loved when you went after him. Mm. Like he did not like. But I don't think Andy Reid loves when he goes after him like that. No, Andy Reid's gone after him. No, not in public. I think I think like the verbally going after yeah, each other. Yeah. Like oh, I, I don't think he minds. I think, I, he, no, I think right. he loves the passion. Like he right. said, I love the passion. Like don't embarrass me, but I love the passion. Like if you were just if Milbury went in like ripped into you and you just sat there and took it, he had no respect for you. Well, I think most people would if be you, like that. If you stood up for yourself, yeah, go back at him. He'd be like he was proud that you did it.
1: Yeah, I think Andy Reid behind the scenes is kind of a different dude than we. Then I. I've it re- sounds like
3: he's more of a disciplinarian behind closed. Like yeah. there's more accountability than yes. we. Think. We think
1: um so as i was saying earlier i, I a couple of things here my, my team has some problems so very rarely when the niners have lost in heartbreaking fashion has it spilled out into the world it's happened this time so on that third down throw to juan jennings the one towards the end of the game
3: they are not going to block chris jones play that play yeah
1: uh, he's right chris jones and John Feliciano, former Giant, agrees with him. He got hurt in that game, and the reason that he was not in was due to injury, and Spencer Burford came in. So Feliciano subtweeted him, did Burford his backup. He said, a quick chop is not needed if the guy that was supposed to block him blocks him. Talking about Chris Jones. Burford just gets onto Twitter. He said, sheesh, open up my app to this. Get well soon, bro. And Feliciano responded, I'm sorry, bro. I woke up hungover, and I was being a bleep. I was trying to have someone's back, and in the process, I hurt you. I apologize. This
3: but, is going This is going well for you guys.
1: So that's one thing. Uh, second, Sauce Gardner tweeted... Oh, no. This isn't even that bad. All right, good. He, he said, I told you all, Niners might look better on paper. Chiefs always find a way. Which is, listen, that's his opinion. And he was right. There's way. nothing wrong with that, though. Yeah, he was hmm. right. Uh, to which Traverius Ward, Niners Corner... Who had a, a second-team all-pro season. He's not nobody. Uh, but, he, you know, a lot would say he's not sauce. He sees this, and he quote tweets uh, quote tweets it and says, Your bleep ain't never sniffed the playoffs. You watching from the couch. Worry about them sorry bleeping jets.
0: Why is
3: Ward so angry, though?
1: Everybody got something to say about the team in the Super Bowl. Your opinion doesn't need to be heard, kid. Wow. The last part's disrespectful.
3: Yeah, but I don't understand why. Like, why do we need to comment? And by we, I mean the Jets. Like, why do we need to be so vocal? We don't do anything. I
4: I thought... But why, though? I don't think that was that bad. I don't know why it was not that bad, but,
3: I mean, uh, that would be my response, too. No one gives a... A blank what you think your well, team stinks okay. I, I care what he thinks is gonna happen in the game
4: that's the purpose of social media if that bothers you so much then don't be on
3: no but that but, would bother me though it's not like he said niners stink yeah. ward was a disaster you no, just said well, I, I this is who i thought was going to win the game no, no I he didn't right. say no, that's no that's he said he, he, he pretty much said that like a be like a paper tiger like on paper you look great but the chiefs are better give me the quote again from uh well, what are the jets sauce, please rj
1: he said i told you niners might look better on paper but the Chiefs always find a way, and he had some like laughing emojis too in there. I
3: yeah, know. maybe the laughing emojis, but okay. it doesn't seem that awful to me. You no, know, it's not awful. In, in the grand scheme of things, it's not awful. But what I mean, who is? Yeah, he's sauce, and he's a great player. His team is trash. We stink. Uh, you're, yeah, you're, stink. I mean, you're talking down in a certain way to a team that's in the Super Bowl. So if he had said. I told you that don't the say anything. Chief, it, well, why? Why can't why? He say something? Why say why anything? Can't, why can't? Because you're watching on the couch. You're not in the playoffs. So if you if you're not stinks. in the Super Bowl, you now can't comment on the Super well, Bowl. Why? The, why though? For what reason? Because he wanted his opinion to be well, known. No, I, 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 I'm with I'm with Treveris Ward. Who cares what you think. Really? You shocked gonna, by the league you're going, you're, going right after well, you. Oh well, no, because you're not even a threat to us. Nobody. He didn't say we're a threat. He didn't say we're good. He no. said nothing like that. He <sighs> just said, I told you the Chiefs are going to win the game. Chiefs won the game. He was right. That's not all he said. That's not all he said. There's I no think, reason. I it's think
4: just, Schwartz being a baby.
3: I think he's being a baby, too.
1: So, we're not done yet with that. We're going to move on after this one with the Niners. Let's save. never move on. So, Fletcher Cox of the Eagles has not forgotten that Debo basically took last offseason as his own personal media tour to talk about why the Eagles stink. And so, right after the game, Fletcher Cox hops on the old uh, Instagram and he's a tag. He goes right after. I always give credit when you don't, you don't subtweet or sub post about somebody, which is like talking about them without posting or tagging them. Tag Debo, said, keep the Eagles out your mouth. Yeah, I've been holding on to this one. Said some other things I can't say, but clearly the Niners have. I'm, I'm not saying they're the new Travis Kelsey, but they they seem to be in that same that same category. I'm People gonna
3: back are, away from this Niners bandwagon. I think I'm. Well, books. you saw what I mean. You some of the stuff that came out after they beat uh, a lot of people pointed to when the Niners beat the Eagles. Well, how about when they lost to the Eagles and they, <laughs> they were like, well, "If we had Purdy, right?" But then this season they came. Well, Wasn't it? Was it both after the game talking about the the blueprint to beat Jalen Hurts? Yes. Yeah. Right. By the way, he was right. No, no, he was right, but still, I mean there's a, there's I think there's an arrogance to the to the Yo. Niners. There people, is a big arrogance to and the Niners. People take take pleasure in beating them.
4: Okay, I mean yeah. other than one team in the league, their their arrogance is is right. Yeah, but know? when you but when you
2: lose All right, but, of, yeah, when you get hungry.
1: Coming, coming, uh, right, right. Yeah. But 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 they're still coming from a place of losing. Well, I guess so are the Niners in a way.
3: Big Mars going right after Rick. Who? Big Mars. Who what did Big Mars want? He said, Looks like Rick's a sensitive B. No, I'm not being sensitive. Like just, I just don't know why we talk. We talk too much. We're very comfortable cursing at other people these days. <laughs> no, but the Jets, <laughs> the, but do they, is it me? Or the, the, the Jets talk a lot. They always got something to say. Someone always in the Jets has something to say on social media. I, I thought revealing the uniform right after the Super Bowl was worse than, well, that, but, uh, than just what the, Sauce did. During the, I don't even, it's probably not just this. It's not just this, it's just all of it. They always have something to say. They're always on social media, they're always talking.
4: Yeah, maybe it's the culmination of all win. the like other stuff. It's the culmination of all the stuff. We don't win. Like They can't wait to get on
3: Twitter and talk about something. And we always lose. But well, wait. You <sighs> <We> can't. <laughs>
4: but you're also criticizing a team that's in the Super Bowl again. Right. Social I, media I, ban. Jets. Now.
3: I guess my point is, are they are they really criticizing the Niners all that much? Which is no, saying, I told you the Chiefs are going to win. No, no. But listen, I don't know if I have a problem with that tweet as much as I always have a problem. with. It. They're always on Twitter. There's always something being he- said.
1: Here's part of the problem, I think, is that the guys doing the talking are by far... Your best players, and they're recognized around the league for the greatness that they have already shown. Sauce, Garrett Wilson, Rogers, Priest Hall, great players. It's tough.
3: Hinky Haynes on your side says I'm with Rick completely on this one. Last thing anyone wants is the Jets of the Giants talking about how other teams are so bad. We're, I, we're I bad,
4: I, but I don't think he said they're that bad.
3: No, I know, but it's just like you're like you're you're. And, and I get it, it's social media, so this is a different time. So everyone has a voice and everything else. Like it, he's he's making a an observation on a game that we're not even close to ever playing in. You're talking about like even if it's it's not meant to be derogatory towards San Francisco, it could be it could be thought of that way by the guys on the San Francisco 49ers, like, oh yeah, on paper you guys look good, but clearly the, the Chiefs. Are better. It's the two best teams in the league. Where are the Jets on that list of best teams in the league? Your power ranked 17th. So so means I mean, I'm I get it, but like at the same we're time, twenty seventh. Yeah, like, we're not talking about you. You guys that, didn't tweet anything.
1: That's really bad for you guys.
3: I don't think that's right either.
1: Where do you think they they belong roughly? We don't have to go through like chapter right. verse. We're, um, like what range? Twenty to twenty four.
3: Eighteen to twenty two.
1: That tie.
4: So, like, where do you draw the line? At what at what point are you allowed to talk about another team after after they've lost?
1: You like, think you guys are the eighteenth best team? No, 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 no. I think
3: upside the Giants, can, R.J. King make up, make the playoffs once. No, sprinkling a playoff uh, a playoff game. Right. I mean you have the longest drought in North right. American. 13 playoff. seasons. Sprinkling a playoff a playoff game. One I uh, not even it doesn't have to be a whole playoff game, just sprinkle a, a playoff game. One. I wonder what the I odds do are, the are talking right now you know. that the Jets go to the playoffs next year.
1: Mm. I don't know if anyone's hanging odds just yet. There's so much to do. Free agency draft. Maybe. For free oh. agency is soon too. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on. So that was spirited.
3: Well, I don't understand why we talk so much. We're a passionate show. Well, yeah. why do we talk so much? Because we do four-hour radio. Oh, shows. No, not us. Oh. <laughs> My team just talks like it with the leaks and the walk. There's just so it's much not, always going
4: on. It's not limited to you and your team. It's, it's you know, Look at his team.
3: Like it's talk. always people too, people much like go, to there's too much going on. Your team needs to shut its mouth, too. Your team, their family, all of it. Strong. <laughs>
1: um, so there's a new—this is not to be confused with the old one. There's a new documentary coming out about the Patriots. 10-part series on Apple TV+, Plus, where I guess the thought on this is that Brady and Robert Kraft are much more open than they've been in the past. So Tom Brady, I guess, makes clear that his departure out of New England had a lot more to do with Belichick and a lot less to do with money. So there are guys still on the roster that talked about this. And Matthew Slater, for one on how difficult it was playing for Belichick. It was brutal. I guess Rob Gronkowski shared a story where he pulled up to the facility and he did not want to get out of his car and go to work because it was so miserable. Wes Welker compared Brady to an abused dog for continually going back to work for Belichick. and Brady basically alludes saying there's not an amount of money they could have given me that would change my mind about leaving.
3: Wow. I I will say this. There is nothing worse in the world than getting ready and going to work and being on your way into the office and thinking to yourself, I hate this job. It is brutal. Oh, but especially when it's, I mean, it's playing professional football, uh, of or professional course. baseball, or professional hockey. When your team is good. You, yeah. when your Could you imagine good? that? You're number one in whatever your, your career happens to be, or, you're, or towards the top of the rankings, whatever your career happens to be, and you still don't want to go do it? Bad. And you're getting paid a ton of money to do it? Right. So, so you're a folk hero. You're getting paid a, a ton of money, and you're great, and you still don't want to show up and do it. Right, but it's the same thing. I mean, that's, I, I think, why it's so hard sometimes for people when we have these conversations about you neo-athletes know, and money and everything else. It's like, well, come on. You play a kid's game, and you get paid millions of dollars. Well, I mean, it's still, but you still are- job. It's still a job and right. it's the same kind of dynamics of a regular job. And you know, it's funny like I'll, I'll finish here and go about my day and some days I don't feel great or whatever it is. and people, oh, but what you do for a living. Yeah, but I'm still a human being. Like yeah. I still get tired. I still don't feel well. I still, you know, have family things going on at home. Like I, I, life moves on.
1: Yeah, but I mean, we've worked with Rick long enough. We worked with Chris, two highly accomplished professional athletes. And you both said the same thing. There's plenty of guys that are that are just good at it. Just maybe like talk hosts, like us, or whatever you do. Whatever your occupation is. Maybe you're just pretty good at it. You work in investment banking. Eh, there's days you don't love it. There's guys they should practice. Maybe you're playing a road game at a city you don't care for. Eh. That everyone's wired like, you know, Patrick Mahomes or whoever. No,
3: but I'm sure there's, I mean, there are probably times with Patrick Mahomes, as good as he is. It's goes, like, eh. Yeah. Well, no, not even that. It's like, it's just a, the locker room is not a great place to be when you're losing.
1: Yeah. Like after that, that Vegas loss, I'm sure things weren't right. great. Um, Speaking of the Patriots, uh, apparently these are the current day Pats, not the former Patriots. The ones that won a whole bunch, these ones lose a whole bunch, and they hate each other. I don't think
3: these ones is a phrase, RJ.
1: These these individuals. Just go with it. So the Patriots quarterback room, according to uh, Albert Breer, was so toxic this past year that Bailey Zappi at times would watch tape in the receiver room, not the quarterback room with the other quarterbacks. Mac Jones, who apparently was very well liked early on uh, over time and uh, now... Not so much, to the point where Bailey Zappy is like, you know what? I don't hang out here anymore, and hangs out with the receivers. Wow,
3: yeah, that's not a good dynamic in New England. (laughs) Wow, it sounds like Mac Jones might be done in New England. He might.
1: I think I think we're toeing the line of get rid of the in New England part. I think he'll get another chance, but I think this next chance is very important for Mac.
3: Yes, I agree. And you know what's weird? He had such a good rookie season. Yeah, I mean they made the playoffs in his rookie. Got Joe judged.
1: Yep, really did. Yeah. Um Dave. This one right after your heart. So a Packers fan mm-hmm. saw the defensive coordinator opening that they had. I saw this story and applied for it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so did you get an interview.
1: Did not get an interview. I ever
4: tell you this story, by the way?
3: When I um, you just steamrolled the the. I know, but it's it's it's. I I uh, submitted vo- my name to the NBA draft.
1: Lot- <laughs> Who did you submit it to?
3: Uh, David Stern. Commissioner's office.
4: So were you on the list? Were you actually? No, there? they
3: wrote me back and said, "You cannot do this." Well, why would you think that you could do it? Well, I was a junior. I had a year of eligibility left, and I I sent in my my status that you don't I do not even play basketball. Well, yeah, but but so what? What did you drafted to do? I played like you know hoops in the in the gym and stuff. <laughs>
1: Shocking that it turned out the way it did. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. you. Didn't no, get they wrote me it. a whole
3: letter back saying, "I'm sorry, we cannot. Well, we get a, we get a lot of people that do this. No invite to the combine. Of it. Nothing." Wow. Well,
1: you and, and this gentleman both. Yeah. So this guy,
3: imagine it, that combine pitcher, <laughs> <laughs> the Brady pitcher them <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Listen,
1: you know what would be great if they called you out and they invited you. You're right, come on, come on to the combine. I, mean, I
3: would have loved it.
1: <laughs> so this gentleman, oh, uh, I'd have
3: been like, uh, "What's his face? The guy that you think is alive and he's not?" Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, <laughs> and oh. along <laughs> uh, came Polly. Raindrops.
1: So he noted all his fantasy football accolades because he has no real
3: accolades, obviously,
1: and his uh, managerial abilities. So a few weeks go by, and Mark Mark Murphy, who's the president and CEO of the Packers, actually a handwritten note sent back to this gentleman. Bill, while your fantasy football (laughs) experience is impressive, I regret to inform you we've decided to go in a different direction. But I hear the Bears have an opening. You look to be a perfect fit for them. Thanks again, Mark.
3: It's great. Wow. Good for them. Shot right to the Bears. That's great.
1: <laughs> and that's not he didn't even think anybody would see that. That's just a uh, how. He clever, it's clever, yeah. it's funny. I love it. Uh, Ooh,
3: who decided to keep Justin Fields? Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Bill did it. But Why it? are we blitzing nine guys? <laughs> Bill.
1: Bill! He's a six time fantasy football champion. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so there's a problem between Drew Eubanks of the Suns and Isaiah Stewart of the Pistons. So apparently Stewart had a verbal confrontation with Eubanks in the, the the underbelly of the stadium, like walking in. And it turned physical to the point where Isaiah Stewart punched Eubanks right in the face.
3: This is before, Isaiah Stewart is terrifying.
1: This is before the game, by the way. So the Suns called the punch unprovoked and unacceptable. The Pistons said they were gathering information last night. You know who has gathered information? That is law enforcement. They arrested him. Who arrested Isaiah Stewart.
3: Was he not allowed to play in the game, or was it after the game that he got arrested?
1: Uh he was cited and released. He was already out for the game because of a spraining.
3: Mm.
1: Eubanks. Had, what could that have been about? I don't know.
3: Women or money, probably. Got to mm. be one of them. Was there? Did they ever cross paths?
4: Wasn't Isaiah Stewart the guy who went nuts yep, mm-hmm. on LeBron a few years ago? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, so
3: he's a he's a big scary guy. Isaiah Stewart from Washington,
1: Rochester. Uh-huh. That's oh, that's how we roll. Oh, really? Just right. No cameras. No, no muss. No fuss. What Where did he you go to school?
3: I have no idea. Washington. Yes. Did he go
1: to Washington? Yeah. Yep. Oh, you're good. He was actually a recruit of uh, Mike Hopkins at Syracuse. Syracuse um, Hopkins took the head coaching job in right. Washington.
3: Look at you guys. Look at that. How Look about Drew him. Eubanks? Where'd he go? Anybody?
1: Uh, I don't know that I'm right with
3: this. West Virginia, maybe.
1: I was thinking of Devin Eubanks.
3: Oh, yeah. Maybe you're right.
1: He went to West Virginia, right? Yeah, I think you're right. Those Joe Alexander teams. I that think you're right. Wrong.
3: Let's see, Drew Eubanks. Yeah, I don't even think I've ever. It's seen weird this guy seeing before. Tiger not Nike.
1: Yeah. Really weird. We're, we're thinking of uh,
3: Oregon State. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. We're it.
1: thinking of De- uh, Devin Ebanks. Yes. Not, not Eubanks. E-banks. Um. I like those West Virginia teams.
3: I believe uh, Eubanks played for Tingle in uh, Oregon
0: State. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Great. Uh, all right, Raymond. <laughs> That was the coach. <laughs> Taking an Uber to and from your own bank robbery. <laughs> Did it
2: happen? Next thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me. In Florida. The Florida Panthers, I was coaching. Yeah, you don't
1: care. I think this is the longest uh and uh, observations ever. I'm probably going to get in trouble for this.
3: So, But it it, I, it feels like it's been sports-related, though.
1: I don't, you never know. I could get in a lot of trouble. So this one from our buddy Ray Deanahan mm. Valentine's Day-themed trouble is, though, when Valentine's Day gets used against you. That's what happened here. So, a person in a place was a suspected drug dealer. Not what you want. So, a police officer in this aforementioned place decided, you know what, we're going to use Valentine's Day as a vehicle to lure this person into custody. How? This just happened yesterday? I don't know exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. So, how are they going to do such a thing? Well, police officer undercover... Fuzzy human-sized bear costume. Heart-shaped balloon, box of chocolates on one knee.
3: A proposal
1: from a furry. <laughs> Out comes the alleged suspect, and just like that the officer snaps back into an authority figure, still dressed as a bear by the way. Of course. Handcuffs the person right in the back of the car. So there's a bear arresting a person. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this this Does he, be, does this he is put him in the car at, he, and, and drive off as a bear?
1: Uh, not drive off as a bear. I and mean, there's video of this to us. This, this happened. <laughs> Somebody filming down the street, probably very confused about a bear, probably thinking they were going to see a proposal. And that what they witnessed it was Took a, a
3: really weird turn. What yeah, they did. witnessed was an arrest. Huh.
1: So there That's you go. smart, though. Did it happen in Florida?
3: Brilliant. He fell right into the trap of the bear. No, I'm. I'm I, this is not Florida. No? No. You feel confident? Nah, this is not Florida.
1: Second time in a row, uh Rick out of turn.
3: I don't think this is Florida. Is there is there an
1: appropriate I feel like you,
3: semblance of how we got Dave I don't think Rick, so. right? No, it was open season. Okay. Um he's so confident. I'll say not Florida.
1: Okay. Raymond. Yeah, I'll also say not Florida. Well You're all correct. Yes. This actually nice. it was actually a woman that was doing the dealing of the drugs. And it happened in Lima, Peru. Oh, huh? nice. an
3: international
1: drug bust. Did it happen right. in Florida? That's right. That's right. Very where nice. Was the, did we have, what
3: was the story? Was it, was it a Florida where the, the guy was the guy was letting his dog drive? Was that in Florida? <laughs> I don't remember. Where the cop pulled him over the dog was driving, I think. He said because he was too drunk to drive, so he let the dog <laughs> no, drive. I don't remember. I think he, he's done that, right? Or just done? Uh, I think, th- yeah, that's usually how it works. More emails rolling in. <laughs> Dave, I, I love bag. you all. Tell John to pipe down. I'd listen to you guys talk about dirt for four hours. Keep up the great work. Bleep, 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 Steve. A lot of bleeps. A lot of bleeps. A lot, a lot of negativity towards John this morning. Well, this is what happens you, when he's negative towards web. us.
4: You I, spun this web. I, I didn't, I
3: didn't would, spin any anyway. Who spun anything? He's this is how we it. felt. RJ felt the same way. John couldn't be more wrong. Well, what a horrific take. You can find hundreds of people to talk about sports. You can only find two who can make it as fun and entertaining as you guys. That has done everything you bring to the table outside of sports is genius. This is such a bad take that Walt Disney himself is turning over in his grave. This take is so bad, it makes the evil Winnie the Pooh movie look good. Be better, John. You hack. Is that the blood and honey vehicle? Yeah, that's Mike.
4: I think there's a sequel coming.
3: Really? No, come on. Are you serious? I think so. (laughs) I didn't see the first one. Evil Winnie the Pooh.
2: Thanks for listening to the D.P.H. and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Mickey Mouse very angry at John Winthrop right now. Yeah, not a big fan.
3: They may suspend him from the cruises. I could see it. They could. I think Dave Rothenberg makes one phone call. I don't want to do that, though. Suspended. Suspended. He's my friend. I don't want to from suspend him. From all the him. parks. I just, I, you know what? I'd like an apology. That would crush him. If he couldn't... Crush him. What do you think happens if they tell John, who's our program director and beloved, sorry, you for the next year, you cannot go to any Disney property? I think it ruins his life. You think they say, listen, you'll have a, a, an unpaid suspension for a month from work, or you can't go to any Disney property for a year? Which which one do you think Unpaid you suspension. I think so, too. No, him removing... Disney from him would be, like, removing the Giants from you. I don't know that yes. it would be that. I don't know that it would be that extreme. I think it would be, like, not 90% of that. His whole house is Disney. His plates are Disney. I Every know. vacation is Disney. He goes upstairs into his attic with all his Disney clothes. That's all he packs to Disney. It's like you're not going to see him at Disney with, like, a regular shirt on. It's going to be something Disney. It's, he says he has a closet full right. of, like, proposed Disney's. No, whole attic proposed right. at Disney. But here, and I'm not taking that away. If you took the Giants away from me, like... I would I would freak out if I couldn't watch a Giants game. When John when John gets in, we'll ask him. I promise you. You think he, you think it's he'd go, he'd see go but, missing? But I okay. Here, this will be. It's all he. This will be the Sophie's Choice question for him. Oh. Would you give up going to Disney for a year? Any theme park, any cruise, any anything, or would you give give up the Jets for a year? Because he loves the Jets. No, how about this? Hmm. Jets Super Bowl. But he can't ever go to Disney again. You'd have you'd have to take it. I think he I think he doesn't take the Super Bowl. No, I think he'd ha- I think I, he would. No, no Disney forever, forever, ever. No, no child, no, oh. no, no flumes, no, no, nothing. Then the kids can't go. No, no, nobody in his a, family this, can go. He's taking he's taking Disney. No way. I'm telling you, Jets Super Bowl, dude. I'm the guy you're talking about. How many years straight? The guy he's admonished going on three. his wife. He admonished his wife when they were on the way to make it home for the Hall of Fame game and they were going to be late. Well, that's only because he's, he's giving her the template as to how things are going to work. Well, that's quite the template. He's setting the tone because in his mind, he's That's playing. worse than me. He, he told me he's playing chess. Everyone else is playing checkers. Uh-huh. Like that was all yeah, part of his he's master really, plan. He's, he's got children every 15 minutes. Right. He's really playing you're a all, game of checkers. You're also talking about the same person that during COVID was doing, was doing videos, vlogs, about making sensory bags dressed mm-hmm. in Disney clothes. Grown man. Well, I know. Doing a very important meeting sitting in front of a lady in the tramp. <laughs> it doesn't. It takes. <laughs> super delicious. It takes a lot of the right. authority away from what yes. he what he does, doesn't right. it? We are making rice crispy treats. Mickey, stuff. I do not love this guy, though. That's him. I know. No way. You give him. There's no, no chance. If, if, he, None. if he chooses Disney over the Jets, I would look at him completely differently. I guarantee he does. Really? Guaranteed. Uh, uh, RJ! <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> what do you think? I think I think he would he can't put Disney forever on the table. He can't risk it. No, he said Super Bowl. He wanted to go to the Super Bowl with Walt Disney. I knew it. <laughs> that,
3: that was, was that, his pick. That Don would pick, have been his plus one. Don picked Teddy Roosevelt. Picked <laughs> so that would, Teddy Roosevelt with like a musket. That would have been
1: a heck of a sweet thing. Like his full gear. Oh, Teddy
3: Roosevelt's gonna ban it anyway.
1: Who's in there? Teddy Roosevelt, <laughs> yeah, that, Walt Disney. That's right. There's Kim Kardashian. Lady Gaga, <laughs> Kim Kardashian, and, and look, there's uh, Teddy R. I don't think he can risk Disney. I think these are one and two in his life, but I don't think he can risk one to get two.
3: There's no way. But when he gets in, we'll ask him. He I'm telling has,
1: you. He, I don't know if he wants us out there, but I yes, he feel like that. Of course he does. I think he has four <laughs> trips either planned or in the planning process to Disney.
3: The last non-Disney vacation the man went on was like 13 years ago. Oh. I think it was more than that. It's every vacation is Disney, but multiple times. And he said if when he gets back from Disney... If he doesn't have another trip planned to Disney, he feels depressed. He can't function right Right. Right. Yeah.
1: I think the Jets have put him in a place where he loves them. He watches everything. He loves football. But I think this is kind of the new norm. Like, oh, Jets, we'll see. He knows he's going to Disney once a quarter. It's the only thing that
3: gets him really through the football season and the Depression is knowing he's going to Disney. I, I guess. It's it's what I, it I is. I, I, I still say he'll choose Jets. Uh, no. Really? Nope. Raymond, what do you think? He chooses Jets or he chooses Disney? Jets Super it's Bowl. A, it's
4: such a tough call. It, I I don't. I, he can't go away from Disney like that. I'm I'm with RJ on this. He he can't just smack down Disney that you way. You guys could offer me hedonism
3: and Ooh. I would take the Giants over. Okay, that. okay, well, but different. it's
4: not. But that's you're not John. I
3: mean, how much? I mean, there's only I so think John do feels about
4: Disney the way you feel about the Giants.
3: Couple rounds of hedonism. You're a write-off. So so you think that he loves Disney as much as I love the Giants? Yes. I think he loves no Disney way. March. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. Uh, you don't even go to Giants games. He goes to Disney four days, four times a year. Well, because what, what is he going to do? Point. Sit in his home and, and dream about Disney. <laughs> you can't, can't do that. Did that surprise you?
1: This is not meant as disrespectful. What he's saying, I, I think I agree with Rick. I think it's in the conversation.
3: That he loves them more. I think he
1: might uh, piece off some family members.
3: Y- you know what? Y- you guys stink.
1: And we're just calling. Sherry's like
3: inscription it. to me in my wedding ring was uh, says, "I love you more than you love the Giants." I want, I want to see if John's wedding ring says, "I love you more than you love Disney." I want to see it. In which one? Which ring? There's no way. There is no way that it's less. It's either the same or more. We'll find out when he gets here. Um, Andrew Marshan now with the athletic. athletic. Yes. So J.J. Redick is joining the uh, the finals yep. broadcast team for ABC. Mm-hmm. So it'll be Breen, Doris Burke, and J.J. Redick. He's very good, actually. Oh, uh, Redick is good, yeah. Very good. Oh. What do you got? Some kind of a, a text? <laughs> a nasty text? <laughs> Dean has Dina has the worst of the station. Like those are his, those th- sending you. A- those are his power rankings for John. Don't repeat them.
4: Of all the people here, <laughs> yeah, Dino's probably the most <laughs> diabolical person we've got.
3: <laughs> I like I love how he used to
4: tell me, "Don't repeat them," because that's uh, like as well, as no, I was I reading, reading it, 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 I would
3: have I would have brought it right on right, in. He would have. Yeah,
4: I, I want to see the list now.
3: I want to see it. Well, I'll show it to you. Disney's ahead of the Jets on the list, though. Disney's ahead of the Jets, yeah. but third. Well, I, you can understand the first two. No, I. Ch- well, I would, what do you mean? I, no, I cannot. Well, you need the first one to get to the to the third one. I and would. One I mi- would choose the Giants over money. And the one in the middle is just kind of like a a nice little. I would absolutely choose the Giants over money. Hundred percent. I took off. out a loan to go to the Super Bowl. How much money? How much money though? Well, I I don't know how much. All of it. All the money? All your money. Well, I'd get all the money, and then I would buy the Giants. <laughs> You're not going to buy the Giants. You don't have that much money. No, saying All your All money. my money? For what? The Giants. What, what does that mean, for well, you the Giants? You, so you can watch them all the time. If, if I don't give all my money, all I, I have money. to be able to eat and, and and clothe my kids. Well, this is why he has money at the, li- the top of the list. He's going to need money for all that stuff, plus the trips. If he has no money, he can't go on the trips. I guess. And if he doesn't have the second one... Doesn't have all the kids. Is you know that not true? Well, no, probably not. But I'm saying it's a four It's a nice foray into. Them. I guess I don't know. I I choose Giants first and foremost. He, he he doesn't even have the Jets as number one. Disney's not even number one. Disney's three on that list. Well, that's his list. That's not John's list. Right. We'll right. get John's list when he comes in here in his super tight sweater. Uh, let's get to some of the callers. Uh, RJ. Yes, Dave. Hey, Zeus or Jesus is online too. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think he should be?
1: Which <laughs> one, before question, before, before I, you I mean, I, I legitimately don't know. <laughs> Which one do? You think? <laughs> if you had to guess, where would you go? <laughs> I'm hoping it's hey, Jesus. Because
4: <laughs> how good would that be? It's actually Jesus. If we have Jesus himself on line, too.
3: All right. I guess it's Jesus. Hi, Jesus.
4: It's actually
0: Jesus. No! No, I'm just kidding. Oh, that was funny. Good for you. So I actually wanted to back up Rick on on something with a soft comment. I'm with him 100%. Someone who is not even relevant. I mean, he's a great player, but his team is not relevant. How are you even going to comment I'm someone who's playing in the Super Bowl. I would have the same reaction that Ward, has, Ward had. And uh, I backed Rick 100%, 100% up on this. And I don't, I don't think anybody else is thinking the same way as him, but uh, I had to back him up. No, actually, I actually got you, quite Jesus. a few.
3: Quite, and Thanks, uh, Jesus, for the call. I got quite a few texts, um, tweets, people saying that they completely agree with you. I just don't think it's that big a deal. <laughs> Sandy, Sandy goes. Dan goes. Uh, <laughs> Sandy, do, do we have do we have heaven on the map? <laughs> What's that?
4: <laughs>
3: Jesus and uh, Greenberg. Jesus Sandy, and Greenberg. do we have heaven on the map? <laughs> oh,
0: God. I could put it. There. <laughs> Certainly, we've had hell. <laughs> I'll see you there. <laughs>
2: Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN.
3: Tristan tweets in that was the best laugh I've ever had in my life. So at least we're providing something to somebody. Good. Um, all right, so I made some calls yesterday. Just you know we're getting we're like free agency couple weeks away. NFL draft two months away, two, a little more than that. But I made some calls. Where where are we where are we feeling? And um, spoke to somebody who told me JJ McCarthy is going to rise up the ranks and will be a top ten pick, top ten pick in this draft. Wow. Yes. Uh, well, you have. I mean, in your hot take. You do have JJ McCarthy to the Giants. Could you at six though? Uh, that I that I never thought. No, I don't think J.J. McCarthy was the one that you thought. No, but I mean, if you're saying he's going go to go top ten, well, this is not a Giants reporter that that gave me this. This is like an this is NFL. Yeah. That's not Gary Myers. Mm. This is an, like an NFL. When are we going to have Gary on the show again? Wh- whenever you want. Yeah, right. Of course, because you haven't read his book. Well, he's a, he's a dear friend. Yeah. Do I need to read his book? This is like being like we're, we're stuck in a in a mafia trap right now. How so? Where it's like well they did us a favor and now we're just. Indebted. I like Gary very much. I do, too. I think Gary's great. Yeah. Just read his book. I'm going to read the book. Stop pressuring me. Point is, the person I spoke to said J.J. McCarthy's going to rise up the ranks, and when he gets to the Combine, he's going to wow a lot of people So, Mock had him at what? 12? 12 or... Th- wherever the Broncos pick. I think, it was t- I think he said 12. Oh, is it 12 or 13? Yeah. Whatever it was. Yeah, that seems... I mean, Harbaugh did say he'd be the first quarterback, which is... I mean, that's well, crazy. Well, I think he said he would take him as right, the first crazy. quarterback. Right. But... Maybe it's just one of those situations where he did what he was asked to do, and then all of a sudden now when you have the opportunity to sit down with a kid, I'm sure he's a great a great kid. Right. He's a winner. And then you see what his skill set actually is. And it's, he was never asked to do all that much right. in Michigan. It was like, be a game manager. You don't have to go win the games because our defense and running game is so good. Which, let's face it, you can win with that. They just won with that. You no, know I'm saying? Yeah, right. Especially if he's got all, you know, he has the, the requisite skill set. But you you've saw, like, in between them just kind of, like, you know, Taking glimpses it very easy, of it? On it. like glimpses of his athleticism. What was the play? Was it the national semifinal? He threw the ball back across to him, and he like leapt up, caught it, threw the ball downfield. Like he does have crazy athleticism. Yeah, but we've talked about this too, though. I mean, it's also a, it's what you prioritize, and that, I think a lot of being a successful quarterback in the National Football League is some of the, a lot of the, the other stuff, the intangible stuff. Can you be a leader of men? Can you process information? Like that stuff's important stuff. Like he's got. Listen, he just won a national championship. He's a talent. Like I'm sure he's got physical talent. It's how do you put all that together? Because again, I mean, I'm speaking as you know, from a guy who's experienced, uber talented quarterbacks and mm-hmm. just haven't made it for a bunch of different reasons. Not just it's not just Zach Wilson's fault, but I mean, oh, there's skillset, a lot. There's a lot that's s- baked into how you're going to be in the wise. NFL. Absolutely. I mean, he had he could make every throw. You name it, he could do it. It's just being able to put it all together was was a problem for him Do you, does it how much does it matter to you that like playing at michigan like playing at I a think major matt playing yeah. at a big time school and playing against the best competition that you have yeah with high expectations that kind of pressure going against against um, up against the best the best of the best and how you feel like that was why a lot of people pointed to what cj stroud did in the game against georgia they're like whoa like we didn't we didn't see this right and that's against the best defense right well, you know what? McCarthy did it against Bama. Led the, They were down. The game was over. They were going to lose that game. They get the ball. They go march down the field, score the touchdown, send it to overtime, and they win that game in overtime. So, yeah. it, it, listen, it's a, it's, it's a freaking crapshoot. It really is. But, uh, again, I mean, I think a lot of the most important stuff, we're not going to get a chance to, to really see. You kind of, I mean, you take what you saw on the field and the tape and everything else. And now these coaches, GMs, and everyone else will get a chance to sit down with the kid and get a real feel for who he is as a person. And how smart he is, and all those other, you know, all those other things that are really important stuff. Because you know what I mean. You know, they pick up the phone, and they call Jim Harbaugh, and he's going oh, to he's going right. to over him, right? And I'm sure his teammates and everyone else would say the same thing. But I'll say this: G- I mean, would you not take Jim Harbaugh's word for like? Jim Harbaugh has coached in the NFL. Jim Harbaugh has coached great quarterbacks. Jim Harbaugh has been in college. Jim Harbaugh has won everywhere he's been. If he sits there and tells you this kid is going to be a stud at the next next level, I think you have to take that with. I mean, and and really. Give credence to yeah, it. Yeah, right. Well, I would of course, but you're also talking about a league where when you ask me, you know, when you ask Nick Saban how many co- how many coaches call you about your players. One. Well, what kind of sense does that make? Wouldn't mm-hmm. <laughs> he be the first person I would call if I'm looking at one of the guys from Alabama? But then people decide they don't want to do it. I think the biggest thing with the, when you start looking at the quarterback position too is just how much money you're gonna have to pay the kid at some point. You're gonna invest the top ten pick on this kid. The, you better be signing up to a second deal. No, you and have that second, to. otherwise it's it's you know you, you should so waste so a pick and that's gonna be huge money. So even if, you know, even if the kid early on is going to have to be a game manager, which I don't think is a bad thing at all, can he develop into someone that can can have, when asked, can he carry a team? Like, kind of like what, like you saw the evolution of Tom Brady, mm-hmm. you know, the way he started off and then by the, you know, middle to end of his career, he's more right, cause, than capable. Because Brady was kind of a, I don't want to say passenger the entire way because he got better Super Bowls two and three, but was passenger-esque on, those, on that. It was like there was different Tom Bradys. There was game manager Tom Brady and there was like league MVP Tom Brady. In the second stint, that went ten years in between Super right. Bowls. Well, you'll be asking the same thing about Brock Purdy. Like what what he's doing now is great. That's fine, and he's surrounded with all this talent and everything else. But right. at a certain point, when you have to make the decision to pay him, there's going to be things he's going to have to make up for. You're not going to have you're not going to be as flush with talent. But there's you can't no way you're it. not going to pay a guy that's that's leading you to the NFC no, Championship I, I, game. I get it, but the hope is when you pay somebody, is that they continue to grow at the position, get better, and they can start making up for some of the deficiencies that you have. You're not going to always have. You know, Debo and Kittle and and Ayuk and McCaffrey. Like you're going to start losing. Guys. I get it. I get it. But my point is, is if I mean, he's two for two, right? Two very, very successful seasons. You you have you're going to have to pay him, right? I, I listen. I'm not saying you're not going to have to pay Brock Purdy. You're going to have to pay him mm-hmm. and keep having success. I'm saying when you're going to draft the quarterback, that that has to be part of the thought process going in. Like, I get it. At a certain point, if I'm going to have to pay this guy 50 million bucks in a cap sport, is he going to be able to elevate the players around him? I don't know. Like I don't ask that question about CJ Stroud. My answer is yep. Absolutely. No, I think if I gave you CJ Stroud or Brock Purdy, you wouldn't think twice. What's the about prob- it. but it's it's why you asked me about Tua. I wouldn't pay Tua. Right. But what's the better option? And why wouldn't you pay Tua? What's the fear? Well, I think well health is is right up there. Well, he stayed healthy. Okay. He stayed healthy this past year. Yeah. Uh arm strength is another. Okay. Can't really win in cold weather. I mean, there's a number of things. I don't think he's great. I don't think Tua is great. So you would have a hard time. You would have a hard time in your mind paying him what it would cost the you know fifty whatever for a starting quarterback. Because at the end of the day, you feel like he's a good quarterback, but to pay him that much money, you'd be hard pressed think he can elevate all the players around him. Yes. Did you, have you watched him when Tyree kills that on the field? Yeah, I mean, I watched him against that Tennessee. He's a, game, he's a very which was a huge, huge loss for them. That Tennessee game. Completely that, that screwed game up their season, ruined their entire year, entire year. Um, so then I was texting with a uh, former GM in the NFL. Ooh. Yeah, um, he said, "No chance." I'm reading the text. No chance. Giants spend twelve million dollars a year on Saquon Barkley. I said, "No chance, no chance." Um, I said, what, "What's going to happen? They'll let him hit free agency, resign him if the price is low enough. Lot of available running backs." It sounds like that's what. It actually sounds the way that's the way that this is going to go for both sides. It's kind of like what they did. Now it's different because we're just, we're, talking, we're not talking about the same thing here, but it's kind of the, a similar situation mm-hmm. where Baltimore's like, "Yeah, hey, you think you can get a fully guaranteed contract? Go find it." And the market said, "No, we're not going to give it to you." Came and back, came back to they gave uh, him the money that yep. they thought was right. So it's probably going to be. I don't know. I'm not saying he's going to be back, but hey, you don't want the franchise tag. We're not going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. Shop yourself around if you think someone's worth- going to pay him though. Well, maybe someone's going to pay him. All right. Well, they, they're running. They're well, willing. Baltimore to... doesn't pay him. Dallas doesn't pay him. They're willing to risk it. The, Baltimore, if I can go to the AFC, I could I could live with twelve million dollars. A lot of money. It yeah, sounds like the Chargers are going to be interested. Uh, yeah, Harbaugh said he loves him. Right, but the Chargers have their own guy. Well, their own guy's is going to be unrestricted too. No, but I'm just saying. But they have their like. Well, but so he's you're going to move but, off of Eckler to bring in Saquon? But that's not Jim Harbaugh's guy. I understand. So, that. but you can't say it's their guy; it's not his guy. No, no. But they, have, I wasn't saying it's Harbaugh's guy. I'm just saying like he's a terrific running back. They already have a terrific running back. Well, who would you rather have, Eckler or Saquon? Saquon, okay. But I don't think it's a huge. No, I don't think so either. But it's not like hey, you know, I just coached this guy or I drafted this well, guy. You, I mean, like, you tell me would you would you rather have Saquon at twelve or would you rather have uh, Eckler at eight? Who I probably have Eckler at eight. Yeah, but, I agree with that. I mean, I don't again, but this is part of the process: is go out shop yourself around. If you think you're worth twelve and a half million bucks a year. Go try to get it. If you can't, and the market tells you that the most you're going to get is, you know, 10 a year, then maybe we like signing you a 10 a year. I just think there's going to be so many available running backs. I, I'm i starting to go into the camp of, I don't know that the Giants are going to keep Saquon Barkley. Uh, well, listen, I don't, I, honestly, it feels like right now, especially after we talked to Renan, who interviewed him, and Saquon didn't get the feeling that they are going to tag him, it's, we'll let you go to the free agency, because that's what you want anyway, to get your true value, mm-hmm. and once you recognize that... The value for your position, whatever you're asking, isn't there. Come back to us, sure. Or someone wants but, to pay what you. What do. Somebody's going to pay him. All right, then he's not going to be a giant. Right. And, and that's what I'm trying. They're, to they're not going to, to not gonna bend over backwards to to make they're happy. They're not going to pay. They're not going to go three years and, and forty million dollars. The third year being, you know, you get rid of him, move on. I don't think it's going to happen. No, I don't think so either. I think they're going to hope that he hits the, he hits the market. The money's not there for him, and because he wants to be a giant, like he said. He loves being a giant. That they get him for less than he wanted, which is good business. I mean, they're not, I mean, they're, this is about business now. Of course, so it's not about feelings or emotion or anything else. But look at the running backs going to be available this a year. A lot. Josh Jacobs is going to be available. Mm-hmm. Eckler is going to be available. Derrick available. Henry. Derrick Henry. I mean, there's a, there's a laundry list of guys that are really, totally really Paul good running. running. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just know. saying. I'm just giving you names. I thought Pollard was going to be a stud. I, I. He wildly disappointed me this past season. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, weren't there some questions as to whether or not he could be a lead? He cannot. A lead back? He cannot. Ray, you agree with that, right? Tony Pollard is is not that level of running back? Of
4: course not. No. I think you saw that this year when he was when they gave him the, the lead uh, ball carrier role this year. Well, not yeah. the same type of player. He
3: just can't live up to that. Uh, let's go to Dan in Jersey. Say good morning, Dan. How are you? How are
0: you? Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Daddy. How are you guys
3: today? When are we putting this to rest, by the way? Or we're not. It, it, uh, baseball, I don't, season. I, baseball, baseball season. Baseball season. We've to make another bet. We'll have to win a bet. Win, gonna, win it back from you. Yeah, it's not just right, going to. It's just not going to go fine. away. Look, can we bet something now so it goes away? No. Nope. Oh, go ahead, Dan.
0: So I wanted to know what your Giants off-season expectations are. I'm. I've been thinking about this. I think the one guy I really want to see go, and it's not going to happen. I don't trust Daniel Jones to win a playoff game at this point, let alone a game in September. I think that. Wait, wait, I wait, wait, wait. Hang, hang,
3: hang, hang on a second. You don't trust a guy to win a playoff game who's
0: already won a playoff game. So here's my reasoning. I think that game, but, Dan, but last, but Dan. Season, Dan, Dan uh, he, he's already won a playoff game. I know, and he has. But if you look at like the big thing with Daniel Jones that I've noticed this oh my God. is. He's not performed good against elite or good defenses. Like, that game against the Vikings, that was one of the worst defenses in the NFL. It feels like 2022 is more of a fluke than it was anything else with him. Because outside of 2022, he really hasn't been good. Dan, he's going to be on the team, though, Dan.
3: You're going to have another year of Daniel Jones. Can we suspend you, for awful yes, calls? Yes. He's suspended. RJ, I want him suspended. I want him suspended from his college radio station. RJ? Yes. Can we suspend for awful calls at this point?
1: Seems we're trending that way.
3: I don't want it to be me. Though. The only thing Dan hasn't done is curse. At this I don't point. want it to be us. Someone's gonna have to be the bad guy. What does that mean? Well, one of us is gonna have to be the bad guy. I would prefer okay, but it not already, be me.
4: You're putting it out there, so you're already the bad guy. Well, no, guy. I'm, I'm not gonna make there.
3: this decision. Dave put it out there. I put it out there. It's just like I don't think he can win a playoff game. He's won a playoff game. So what do you mean you don't think he can well, do something? Off, he's already but, done.
4: But what's the offseason
3: expectation Is they're gonna move off of him? They're not gonna move off of him. No, you can't move off of him. Right. I mean, could you take your quarterback? Sure. You're not getting... All right, stop hitting the microphone into your head.
4: You okay? Yeah,
3: he's acting like LaGreca.
4: Do, do you need help? I think, we, need, all need, I need think the... we all need a little bit of help, right? Do you need to step out for a minute? <laughs> I just, I don't. I, what's the off-season expectation? I got to tell you, I, I don't, don't
3: trust that he can win a playoff game. He's, already, he's won already won a playoff, a playoff game. game. Have you looked at his dead cap hit? I got to tell you, I don't think Purdy can lead the Niners to the Super Bowl. I don't think so either. Pretty confident that'll never happen. I think I broke
2: the microphone. Great. Good for you. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.